the dead space gets filled up before any air gets into the lungs. Dead space represents the volume of ventilated air that does not participate in gas exchange. The two types of dead space are anatomical dead space and physiologic dead space. Anatomical dead space is represented by the volume of air that fills the conducting zone of respiration made up by the nose, trachea, and bronchi. This volume is considered to be 30% of normal tidal volume. Therefore, the value of an anatomic dead space is 150 milliliters. Physiologic or total dead space is equal to anatomic plus alveolar dead space, which is the volume of air in the respiratory zone that does not take part in gas exchange. The respiratory zone is comprised of respiratory bronchioles, alveolar duct, alveolar sac, and alveoli. In a healthy adult, alveolar dead space can be considered negligible. Therefore, physiologic dead space is equivalent to anatomical. One can see an increase in the value of physiologic dead space in lung disease states where the diffusion membrane of alveoli does not function properly or when there are ventilation perfusion mismatch defects. Ventilation is the manner by which air enters the lungs. There are two equations needed to calculate the volume that enters the lungs and the volume that reaches the alveoli. The volume that enters the lungs per minute is known as minute ventilation. The equation states of minute ventilation or VE equals tidal volume multiplied by respiratory rate. This equation demonstrates that the total volume entering the lungs is not equivalent to the total volume of gas reaching the alveoli because it does not factor in the gas or the in the anatomical dead space resting in the conductive airway. Thus, to know the volume of gas that reaches the alveoli per unit time, we use the alveolar ventilation equation which states alveolar ventilation equals tidal volume minus physiologic dead space multiplied by respiratory rate. From this equation, clinicians can determine that the total vo volume of gas inspired is not fully utilized in the gas exchange due to the constant anatomical dead space. Until now, clinicians have assumed the patient is healthy individual with properly functioning alveoli. In disease states where alveoli have lost function, there will be a decrease in gas exchange and an increase in alveolar dead space. This can be seen most rapidly with sudden decreases in perfused ventilated alveoli. This is usually seen in an abrupt decrease in cardiac output, hypotension, or pulmonary embolism due to fat, air, or amniotic fluid, while obstruction can cause decrease of perfusion in pulmonary embolisms. The greatest decrease in pulmonary blood flow is due to vasoconstriction caused by locally released vasoactive substances. In these situations, a lack of gas exchange at the alveolar level results in a decrease of PCO, PCO2 gas being exchanged by the remaining healthy alveoli and ultimately a lower PET CO2. Clinically, disease states and environmental factors such as smoking all play a major role in the increase of dead space. Increases in dead space can be seen in lung disease states including emphysema, pneumonia, and acute resp respiratory distress syndrome, ARDS. Emphysema results in the enlargement of dead spaces and decreases the diffusing capacity of the alveolar membrane due to the destruction of alveolar walls. In ARDS, there is an endothelial damage leading to an increase in alveolar capillary permeability, thereby leading to leakage protein-rich fluid into the alveoli. This results in a formation of, of intra alveolar hyaline membranes which decrease the exchange of CO2 and oxygen in the lung 
contributing to larger dead space. Studies looking at the causes of, the de- causes of death in these diseases have shown an increase in dead space in the non-survivors versus survivors. The strongest association of increased volume of dead space with mortality risk is seen in patients with ARDS. Clinicians use the understanding of dead space to manage mechanically ventilated patients. Even a healthy patient, ventilation via endotracheal tube will increase the dead space volume because the breathing circuit does not participate in gas exchange. During mechanical ventilation, capnography is used. This records the amount of expired CO2, a value used to determine the physiologic dead space in patients. Adjustments in ventilation rates and the use of positive end Expiratory pressure are used to decrease dead space. Although multiple studies have failed to show this this effect consistently, it is still widely used in cases of ARDS. Proper use of mechanical ventilation as well as PEEP is important considering both have an implicated in causing lung injury. Although the use of high-flow nasal cannula has been shown to decrease acute and chronic respiratory distress. This is largely due to decreasing rebreathing in the existing anatomical dead space. Understanding dead space and being able to calculate it is a vital tool for physicians dealing with ventilated, critically ill patients.